Hello and welcome to the Connected Coach Podcast. This is a podcast for you to transform yourself, transform your clients. It's for health and fitness coaches who are really craving that deeper connection for your clients and yourself, and you want to create this, these breakthrough moments, these shifts. And so today, um, me, Hannah Dinofer, your guide, I am going to be talking to you about boundaries. If you want to create powerful shifts in your clients, it starts with you creating some powerful boundaries for yourself. So let's get into this topic. So, okay. Tell me if this sounds like you, you are up till 9 PM responding to last minute client messages that feel like an emergency. You're pouring over every detail of your client's plan meticulously to make sure that it's perfect. You're refreshing and checking WhatsApp or Boxer a hundred times per day to see if your clients need something and you feel like extreme guilt during your off time because, oh my gosh, what if my clients need me? Um, and then you rationalize this addiction because you're living your dream job. If this is you, that's okay. You know, I call this an addiction because deep down it is. And I say this because I love you and I was there and I understand what it's like. Like when you... When you first start your business, you have this like deep, deep desire to serve. You're like, oh my gosh, I just want to do the best for my clients. I want to show up so well for them. I want to give an amazing experience and that's awesome. But what happens is you just pour and pour and pour onto your clients. And not only do they not get the freedom to learn how to do things for themselves, but you also get sucked down this rabbit hole where you're, you're losing your freedom. You're losing the thing that you wanted when you first started this career. And that comes from having space, not from working more. So we're going to talk about boundaries and nine ways that you can set better boundaries and finally have freedom in your business. So boundary number one, airplane mode. <laughs> you didn't really think that airplane mode was just for airplanes, did you? Right? Okay. Airplane mode is my best friend and I can feel you cringing. I know you're cringing over there, but what if my clients need me right now and they're paying for me to be there for them? I can't just cut them off. So I know that you want to be there for them. And I know there's this guilt pit in your stomach at the thought of missing a single message, but I have news for you. They're going to be okay. Nobody wants a helicopter coach and nobody expects you to be one either. Space is essential for you and your clients and it gives that undivided attention back to your business. That's why airplane mode is crucial. Your clients get freedom to make their own choices and you are their coach, not their babysitter. Okay. Boundary number two, unfollow accounts that do not serve you. I literally just did this yesterday again for the hundredth time. Boundaries free up precious mental space. Um, even if Email, Voxer, and DMs are in the back of your mind. They're still on your mind. And if you're like me, usually the escape from that is like scrolling through Instagram, but that takes up mental space too. If you're the kind of person that you're following, and if the person you're following triggers feelings of scarcity, insecurity, anger, or comparison, scrolling will literally suck your soul. What it's doing, what scrolling is doing, is creating a million open loops in your brain because you're trying to figure out... Um, what's this person doing with their life? Are they, are they going to, you know, are they going to tell me about the thing that they talked about earlier? You're building, you're creating all of these open loops in your mind by looking at Instagram, which is sucking up your mental space. So stop scrolling and also unfollow accounts that are, that are sucking up your mental space even more powerfully and draining you of your magic. Um, scrolling can steal you of your magic as a coach, a business owner, 
a business owner and a human can lead to comparison. So follow accounts that fuel you and unfollow those that drain you. I like to follow art accounts. I like to follow puppy accounts and cool animals. I like to follow like very calming um, visuals, visualization accounts, and also people that inspire me, friends that I have and clients that I have. And sometimes I unfollow my friends too. That's okay. You know? Okay. Here's boundary number three, practice saying no. And I am talking to you, my little people pleaser friend who is just like me. We all do it, you know, saying yes to every opportunity out of the fear of disappointing someone. But what if I told you that by not saying it, no, you're letting yourself down. Every time you say yes to a client that you know isn't a good fit, but you need the money, and you say yes to a discount that you know is not serving you or the, or the client, or you say yes to working on the weekend when you know you need space, you are compromising your internal integrity. You're trespassing on yourself. And saying no means confidence in your boundaries, where you stand in the direction that you want to go. And when you say no, you're actually signaling to universe, I want something different than this. You just keep saying yes, you're going to just keep getting more of the same. So saying no signals, I want something else. You can use that voice, use that no. Boundary number four, ask for space when you need it. So a couple months ago, this was a really uncomfortable conversation for me. I never wanted my loved ones or my clients to think I was unavailable for me. But what I've come to realize is that being available isn't really better. Um, If you're going on a mini vacation and you need space, tell your clients. If you need a couple days to focus on your business and get a project done, tell people you're unavailable. People will respect you more when you ask for what you need instead of holding it in and then building resentment against them. You know? Okay. So boundary number five, get clear on what you need. So we often let people walk all over us because we aren't actually clear on what we need. Or our own needs are like synonymous with what our clients need or what our relationship needs. And none of those are ideal scenarios. So in order to set better boundaries, you first have to identify what you actually want, need, and value. Do you need free time? Do you value communication, privacy, organization? For each value, dig deep on what you need from that value specifically. So if I value free time, I may need like three hours of undivided time to myself every day. And then... From there, take action and build a boundary. So get clear on your values, figure out what specific thing you need in each of those values, and then give that to yourself. Boundary number six, give yourself permission to feel mad. Sacred anger is agency. And when our boundaries are crossed, we get angry, point blank. And there's nothing wrong with feeling angry, upset, frustrated, sad, or resentful. The issue arises when we set it aside or say it doesn't matter or push it away or push through anyway. Give yourself permission to feel those emotions because they tell you where your limits are. That feeling is a sacred agency. It is the feeling of, I need to put something here, put up a wall, protect myself. And the more you ignore that, the harder it's going to be to be able to tell where those boundaries are. So ride out those emotions to give the emotion permission to be fully expressed and take action on that. Boundary number seven, set clear expectations with other people. And this this is for all my chronic email checkers out there. Um, I'm speaking to myself too. There will be no need to check your email, text, or WhatsApp past 6 p.m. if you set the expectation that you're unavailable. 
So the more that you have clarity around expectations, it'll be better for you and those around you. Period. Believe it or not, clients do better with clear expectations than with free reign. Everyone is kind of like a two-year-old running around, always testing limits. And setting expectations allow everyone involved to act as their best self. So if you don't take calls on Friday, set that as an expectation. If your phone's on airplane mode after six o'clock, set it as an expectation. If you have a 24 or 48 hour response period, set it as an expectation so that people understand what to expect from you. If you don't set clear expectations, everyone's always going to be pushing your boundaries, testing your limits, just like little two-year-olds running around doing that too. (sighs) Boundary number eight is my absolute favorite. Take five deep breaths before you react to anything. Remember how we were talking about emotions and anger? It is still important to feel those things, but be conscious about acting on it. Five deep breaths self-regulation, moving through those emotions and feeling them fully allow you to be conscious in your choices instead of reacting. It's better, like the, the intention is always to create a new pattern and a new response and to be able to respond the way that we want to situations. So the more that you get to create this space, this time between stimulus and response, the more control you have over your life. The way to do that is to get into the present moment by taking some breaths, moving your fingers and toes. I invite you to do that right now. Take a deep breath. Get back into your body, get out of the thoughts and enter into parasympathetic mode in the present moment. Empathy and anger cannot coexist. Presence and thought monsters cannot exist together. So take five deep breaths and come back into the present moment. Whenever something hits you, this is a kind of a tangent, but whenever something hits you that causes this intense reaction, you are literally teleporting out of the present moment back into the thing that it reminded you of. Back into the time, the first time you responded to the situation, probably in your childhood. So when you are in reaction mode, you are not present. You are literally have teleported outside of the present moment back in time. You've time traveled. And so come back to the present moment where you can actually handle what's going on in front of you instead of in your reaction. Take some breaths. The way to do that is literally taking breaths, feeling your fingers and toes, wiggling your fingers and toes. That is how you enter back into the present moment and come back so you can actually be with the upset that's in front of you. Okay, finally, last boundary is acknowledging past resentments and completing them. So unresolved emotions often lead to resentment. You can resent clients, resent the people you hired, and even resent yourself. And resentment cannot be pushed down. It cannot be covered up. It needs to be acknowledged. So I want you to make a list, write down all of the incompletes that you have around boundaries that have been crossed, and then complete those things. If it means you have to have conversations, do that. If it means that you have to burn the list, do that. I want you to feel complete with where your boundaries have been crossed in the past so that you can move forward open so you don't have all this energy tied up in these past relationships and you can move forward free. That is the intention. Create clear boundaries, create clear expectations, complete it for you and resolve that so you can be free. Boundaries actually create freedom. And if you follow all the steps and all the little suggestions that I created into this podcast, you will experience freedom, which is what I want for you. So thank you for listening. 
please screenshot this. Send me what your biggest takeaway was. Comment what you learned today, what you're going to do, how you're going to take action. Tag me on Instagram at Hannah Deindorfer. I love you so much. And I hope you have the best day ever.